welcome back to Let God Podcast. We hope y'all are doing well. It's me, Mary Hannah. Me, Aifa. And me, Wanipa. Yeah, 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 yeah. So today... <laughs> <laughs> bubbly mood i guess you could put it um (laughs) that's because y'all just make us laugh with these here Mm -hmm. relationship questions y'all y'all asking for so yes if you haven't guessed this week's episode is on relationships and you know a little quick disclaimer i'm gonna speak for myself actually i'm gonna speak for all three of us we are not well versed in this such area so when it comes to giving (laughs) advice (laughs) It might be a bit tough because we're all very much single and we always have been. Me personally, <laughs> I've just been in a number of failed talking stages. So that's all I can offer you. Me personally, I don't like She really doesn't. She's not playing. <laughs> she actually been so serious to you all. Um, Before we get into so, the yeah. tea, should we, should we pray? Yeah. Dear Lord, we pray that in this episode, you just help us to try and give advice as best as possible. You help us to just really speak to the people who are listening and to laugh, to make people think and to just share experiences and that you speak through us as well. Mm. We pray that you help us to form good godly relationships with people all around mm. us whether it's from friends from family to um partners and that you just help us and like everything we do will be through you and for you mm. in the mighty name of jesus we pray. Amen. amen 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 so amen. should we start with i guess uh setting the groundwork i'm gonna laugh because it's not funny <laughs> but it's actually hilarious um <laughs> Setting the groundwork of who here is in a relationship. I am single. Are you ready to mingle? Let's just clarify because on the anonymous submissions form, y'all was really asking about MH. For Mary Hannah, not for the rest MH. of us. Yeah. We see we you. We see you, you haters. <laughs> <laughs> we will find you. So you guys wanted to know, is MH single? Yes. But is she ready to mingle? No. I'm just okay. a no. To be found out next episode. Uh-uh. <laughs> a bunch of men just put down their swords. They were ready to fight for her love. They, they just clicked off. <laughs> they said, there's nothing for me here anymore. They oh, said, okay. it's the accent for me. Oh, yeah, they're looking for my trouble. They're literally looking for my trouble, these girls. But yeah, that's my current situation. Single, not ready to mingle. I'm cool. I'm straight, so. You girls. I will fit. I am... Very single, been single. Oh, child. Don't say, oh, child. The market out here is dry. It's fine. Dry. <laughs> Inadequate. Is. Whoop. Let me <laughs> not talk too much. <laughs> Are you ready to mingle, Ion Faye? If you meet the criteria. <laughs> Which is long. So you need to be six foot nine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Oh, child. Anyways. Um... Me personally, I'm a single, very single, recently unentangled. <laughs> Please don't. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, let me not say that. It, it wasn't even a, an entanglement. It's cool. We friends now. Woo, friends. Um, 
in terms of ready to mingle, it's really a thing where there are criteria. I'm not going to lie to you. And in this UK, let me even stop there. Let me just stop there. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, so that's where we're currently at. And we've just got like questions and just general discussions we want to have about relationships. But I think we wanted to start first with, um... okay, we've mentioned criteria. What do you, like, do you want to share maybe your criteria? Not anything like, I mean, you can be as vain or as honest as you want, but like genuine, like this is something that I'm like very uncompromising with in my, Um, in my partner. Uncompromising. Faith. Mine are mostly like, yeah, faith, definitely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like ambition or the general stuff, but like not, if I was to say like not the basic stuff, mine would be. Someone that doesn't get angry too easily or has like anger mm. issues, or people who love to argue for no reason. No, no. She said, "I don't want something I've seen." <laughs> no, I'm just laughing because she was literally telling us about this. She was like, "I don't like men who talk too much." I said, "Why do you say that?" <laughs> well, in terms of like face. The thing is, like most people that know me, like they'll be like, I can imagine your wedding day, but I can't imagine your husband. <laughs> like what colour, what height, what what colour. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> sorry, Mama. <laughs> Do you know what? Like just to honestly keep it real, I don't feel like it's a pretty man. She does. She likes mm-hmm. a pretty like you can't be coming to her looking scruffy, not just pretty in no terms medium of yeah. Ugly. She doesn't do that at all. She doesn't like medium ugly men, which is I do like a little medium ugly man once in a while, you know. That's kind of my. She's saying no. <laughs> she That's likes not the eyelashes long and thick. Yeah, she likes that eyes a bit sparkly. Yes, you know? that's what she really likes. Like, yeah, she even said us in this group chat. She said, or she said it to me. She said she likes men who, you know, the little um, emoji that we all the girls cute use. face emoji. The cute the, face. I'm shy. Yes, she likes, she likes the, men with those. Like yeah, with them yeah. glistening eyes. Yeah, that's what she <laughs> likes. And hair just like perfect in whatever regard, whether it's a trim. She's a like a waves babe, like rather than like a twists or dreads. Oh no, of. you better not come at her with that. You try to disgrace no, yourself. Not, she's not having any of that. She said your hairline better be sharp. No period. Your waves better yes. be swimming. <laughs> better be groomed. Yeah. Better be groomed. Clean fingernails. Oh, That's what she likes. That's what we all we, like. We all like, honey. Clean shoes. Yeah. None of that Cambridge mess, dirty and muddy. Are you silly, fam? Wash As in shoes. cycling to lectures and your shoes is scuttled. Dirty. <laughs> <laughs> they should not even try me. No. dirty. <laughs> what about you, MH? What's your type? Um, I, don't... I, I will just caveat this with Michael Todd did tell us to rip up our list. However... Listen, he didn't tell us to rip up our standards. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> it's true. And my tide is not God. Let's just put that out here. You got to have a list of where you're going to be moving left and right and upside down. So I think, yeah. yeah. But anyway, me, yeah. um, I have a type, but that's more like face wise. Um, and that's kind of irrelevant. That does not need to be disclosed here. Um, anyway. Oh, she doesn't want to expose herself. <laughs> I do not. Some people sliding back in and say, ah. I heard you, uh, you like that, uh, <laughs> I think you described me. <laughs> I heard you talking about me on your little podcast. Oh my gosh. They're trying to really I was going to say, hey, little mama. 
how about character wise then we won't expose your preference character wise um I like I'm, I like men who don't I like men who aren't too friendly. I realize that's something that I um it's not a recent revelation. When I went on holiday with my one of my close friends last year, we had this discussion and because I've always been single, um I think it would be difficult for me to adjust to someone who has an extensive relation relationship history, which is not something that I can hold against anyone, of course, and whoever my partner ends up being mm. and whatever history that comes with them. I trust that God will help me to be open with them. But in terms of like, I can't, I always say my man can't have social media. I'm not a social media too much, babe. Yeah. I, that she likes me something off. anonymous. Yes, yeah. very like, nobody, nobody, I don't like the whole idea of being bait. Like that just really makes me feel some type of way. Imagine dating a Twitter boy. Not even that, just Gosh. like people, like if like, if you were like, like if you, I don't know, like saying, oh, my boyfriend goes to this union. They'd be like, oh, who is he? And like, everyone would know who that person is. That just makes me feel some type of way. Like. I don't think people could say, oh, do you know Mary Hannah? And then people would be like, yes, if I came to Cambridge, unless you were black and were part of the ACS. Like, that's no, the people that Mary Hannah, you are known in the No, in yeah, no you not- are. Everyone's like, oh, that's Southern Vale. <laughs> Mary <laughs> Hannah. That's, that's what he was doing. It's not, guys, she's a girl already. It's not, it's, I'm not known like that at all. Unless you go to my uni, you won't really know me. But I don't like that. So, character wise, in terms of like Christ, um, they're very like simple things. I think it's really important that like your husband is gentle, as I first said. I was thinking about mm. my dad. Like I've never been afraid of my dad ever. Um, mm. Like my my parents were, like did discipline my sister and I like in more like traditional ways. So like spankings, they never beat us or anything like that. Um, crazy like ever like anything that would be considered abuse. But like I've never been afraid of my dad. Like he's never moved suddenly, and I've like jerks, and I really value that like safety I feel with mm. him. Um, and yeah. I think it's just, like, what my dad has modelled for my sister and I, like, very, like, servant's heart, sacrificial, like, someone who's, I don't like people who are, who can, um, and men who feel like their boys are the be-all, end-all. I can't deal with that. Um, and especially within, like, a Christian context, like, if you and your boy, if your boys are all, like, X amount, like, maybe 27 and they've just bought nice Mercedes or Tesla or something really nice, but that's not the position God has put you in or something that God has been like, yeah, you can do that. Go and like, bless yourself, enjoy this. I don't like people feel the pressure that they need to do things to have Play a specific status. Yeah, I can't do that. Like, I, right. That's why I say I like my men anonymous, just like, you do you, not too many people need to know when they meet you and it's cool, but you're not like best friends with everybody, hugging everybody, you always in somebody's Twitter likes something, something, no. Be quiet, <laughs> love the Lord, be gentle and sweet and humble. I want somebody who reminds me of Jesus, period. That's just it. Period. Mm, that's the goal. Yeah. Amen. But that was quite long. Amen. But yeah. What about you, honey, with Deepa? She's been real quiet over here. Child, let me not talk too much. <laughs> um, I'm not going to go through anything aesthetic because I feel like 2020 is really a year for change. So. <laughs> I'm leaving that behind. Also, like, obviously, you guys know, like, jokingly, I'm on this heightest agenda. But I was literally saying this to someone the other day, like, have my past few MCMs even touched 510? Oh, my Lord. <laughs> you said 510. I thought you were going to say six foot. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> not even. <laughs> not even. So, I, so no one can even say I'm heightest because, like, in reality, it's one of them. Um, in terms of character, I really like people who are funny. 
Like, I feel like I'm always cracking jokes and stuff. And if you're just there, one wallflower, we're like, why are you being quiet for? Like, speak <laughs> up. <laughs> Open your mouth. I re- But I also don't like them people who feel like they need to be the funniest in the room. Like, also, why are you mm. always talking? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, I really hate with a passion, cannot stand toxic masculinity. Oh, yeah. Whether it's like the LinkedIn warrior type of toxic masculinity, whether it's the oh leds leds toxic masculinity like it's so <laughs> leds, gross leds. and embarrassing i'm like what are you doing like shut up like there's people who are actually live and die for their bo- like just go marry your boys at the end of the day mm-hmm. marry your brethren's because that's what you love you know what i mean obviously christian like we said that at the start we've been you i also just want someone who's like a little bit fashion and edgy but also like you know, has other sides to them. Um, I feel like someone who's ambitious for definite, like if you've not got anything going for you, then deuces. It's honestly just a, like that's lovely mm-hmm. for someone else, but as for me and my household, we don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> so you definitely have to have something going on. Um, if my dad was here, he would say he has to be in my future tax bracket, but... <laughs> We gonna keep that for another conversation. That. <laughs> yeah, that's another convo. <laughs> I'm not gonna say that because there are people who are in very noble professions who just genuinely don't get paid enough. So, see mm-hmm. here. <laughs> <laughs> I think what you said about um ambition just reminds me of I don't know who said it, but it's just very valid because I think sometimes there's the right balance of like you can't come necessarily like with a whole list to God and be like, okay, God, you're a genie, co-sign this in my dark chocolate handsome burby looking model somebody something or the other is gonna come and sweep me off my feet you know and that's just what it's gonna be but at the same time god gave adam a job before he gave him a bride and i feel it's like even true. people not here some of you are approaching me jobless <laughs> like guys like sometimes they're really not hearing it so i think mm. there's there's space to caveat like people's not preferences that's not the word we'll talk about that but people's like requirements and criteria with the fact that this is not just plucked out of the air like that is actually a biblical principle like you don't have to have everything all together but god did at least put adam to work to literally name all of the animals and everything that has life on earth before he gave him a helper so be pursuing your purpose before you're looking for me because Otherwise, we're mm-hmm. going to have smoke. Period. Mm-hmm. There won't even be smoke because I can't entertain you in the first place. That's to even so start true. smelling the smoke. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> there'll be no fire kindled. As <laughs> she said, there will be no tinder. <laughs> there will be no spark. <laughs> Guys, I just remembered something else. Like, I feel like it kind of comes with the toxic masculinity thing. Um obviously like misogyny i didn't even mention that one because that that was just a that was just a no-go period but also i feel like men who feel like they have to have a certain role and women have to have a certain role as in i know men like uncles and stuff who will never cook will never clean nothing of the sort and it's literally not because they can't it's out of principle like they just think oh the man is the head of the he can't do this meanwhile is my dad not waking up at 6 a.m before he starts work to go and run and clean the house he cooks for my mum because she works in the nhs so she's tired when she gets home he don't does that make him any less of a man it does not make him more 
somebody who's really if, to put his lay his pride aside and put his family first as he should. Like people, it's, period. <laughs> people. People just don't really be seeing marriage as a partnership anymore, but that's a conversation yeah. mm-hmm. for a different day. Um, talking about like parents and things, I think uh, our parents got married, I think to some probably relatively young and had different criteria to what m- our generation has. How do you guys feel mm-hmm. about like a time? I think we spoke about this a little bit before we started recording, but like having a time scale for love and like being like, I want to be married by like 25 and I want to have my first kid at like 27 and all of that. <laughs> 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 I think it's it's very hard to put a time scale. Personally, I don't know if I'll be in this country for too long. <laughs> no period. But but just in general, like you can't, because then you're trying to push certain agendas that might not be what's for you. Mm. Like if you're 24 and you're in a relationship, and you're like, I want to be married by 25. A, you won't let a breakup happen. <laughs> you actually will keep it your relationship would. by force. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely And agree. even kids is a tricky one as well. Mm. Because mm. it might not be God's will. Mm. That's yeah. true. At that time. It's even true. Yeah, I think we kind of mentioned this in the Prosperity Gospel episode but it's just like we make all these plans for ourselves which are just so arbitrary and like where we've plucked them from lord only knows Mm -hmm. and it's just it's really just a lot of the times for clout and image you say oh i'm gonna be a millionaire by this stage my net worth is gonna be this by this stage i'm gonna be married at this age and you think that god is just gonna come and be like i bet say nada Mm -hmm. and just grant you all your wishes like one genie even -hmm. though it says he knows the plans he has for you Mm -hmm. jeremiah 29 11 yeah as in, mm. not that you know the plans you have for yourself. So I'm not saying, like, absolutely relinquish all your life plans because, obviously, goals, planning, preparation, aspiration is good. But just don't stick so doggedly to what it is that you think you need for yourself. Or And if you are, like, at least examine where those ideas came from and why. Yeah. And whether mm-hmm. it's really about honouring and edifying God or whether it's about you and your image, you know? Because mm-hmm. um, me, personally, like, I've spoken to quite a few guys especially these young corporate guys who are kind of you know doing their thing and I'm like cool yeah we love to see it's like secure your bag that's you grind hustle whatever but I think it's very dangerous or like somewhat problematic to just be like outright I'm not gonna start dating until I'm 26 I'm not gonna get married until I'm 30 because number one where did you pluck that number from? Mm. Do you know what mm. your mindset is going to be at that age? Do you think you'll be mature enough? Will your house even be in order like you say it is by 30? You know what I mean? Second of all, like, do you think that at that exact age, God will just place a woman in front of you? She'll fall from the sky and she'll be just ready to marry you and produce children. Yeah. Like, just like that for you. And thirdly, do you think that you're going to be emotionally mature at that age? ready for a relationship having spent the last 30 years of your life avoiding women oh because i don't know about you guys but i watched indian matchmaking and one guy in particular comes to mind my guy they asked him what he wants in a wife and he said i don't know ask my mom this guy was 26 had never had a girlfriend nothing now they're coming to do matchmaking for him because he had no social skills this is what you want for your life Mm, that's fine go make your millions make your millions and see if your house will be in order regardless (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah no it's true it's really true like i think because we all want some we all we all want companionship 
Well, most of us do. Mm. Um, I can speak for the three of us. You know, we all want companionship and we want to be spend the rest, of, the rest of our lives with someone. And so, like, we had this idea of, like, what adult us, although we're already sort of becoming adults, which is crazy, like, what adult us would look like. And we have, like, an image mm. of a person, even if we can't see their face, but, like, what they'll be. And we hope, like, their financial status and their personality and all of that. And, like, having to take the time to be like, well, actually, what does God actually say for me in this season right now? Because I think, mm. again, I'm not sure if I mentioned this during this recording or before. I went to Barcelona with my one of my closest friends last September. And we had, like, quite long conversations about, like, just... Well, we're, like, we're quite young. We were 19. While I was 19, she was just turning... She was just... No, she was just about to turn 19 as well. Um, um, Just about, like, what we wanted for our lives and relationship stuff. And it was just, like... that We took, looked at the parable of the ten virgins mm. and how five were essentially prepared and had their oil all together and how other five were spending their oil and basically had it burning when it didn't need to be burning and when the bridegroom came they were not ready and as we were mm. pondering that that um that passage what sort of came to our spirits or what we realized was that we see that oil or that time as various things but that oil can very much be emotional intelligence that oil can be your time mm. your money mm. your heart you know your emotions mm. and just because god has said not yet doesn't mean that it's time for us to entertain all sorts of any and like just talk to people for the sake of talking to people and that's something mm. that <laughs> lord if i tell you all the stuff that's happened in a year's time you'll even be laughing you will be laughing you'll be laughing <laughs> because it's crazy when it's like god's like oh this is not for you right now and this different sort of people, literally, but God, and the different people who will just be cropping up out, out of the woodworks, fam. Woodworks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Speaking Spanish. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> I'm learning French. Asking to do Bible study. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, guys, she's not lying. There are many stories we could literally disclose here. But for other, yes. other people's embarrassment. It's, it's actually only even MH. This kind of crazy stuff doesn't <laughs> happen is. to us. It's just MH. It's just be attracting We men. need to talk about this because people take <laughs> Christian, like Christian girls who maybe are not like super like, I don't know, online or just like, just regular Christian babies. They think we're dumb. I think that's one thing that like mm. people or men maybe sometimes feel like maybe we're just foolish so like if you talk, come to me on do you know what it is let's do a bible you know plan i'm like yes yeah. i don't think it's that i just think that people know first and foremost i'm just going to be completely honest that the pool of eligible men for dating is small and they know that the pool of eligible christian men is even smaller so they think the fact that they're christian in itself should be a reason why you should even be like oh yeah, let's do. Uh, yeah, you can take me out. Let's do Bible study. Da, da, da. As if you shouldn't mm-hmm. have other standards. Mm-hmm. As in, they don't know being Christian is even the minimum. That's the benchmark. That's the baseline. Yeah. That literally gets you into it's the not room, something not even that on the table. You. It's not even something that should elevate you. Like, yeah. no. no it's it's, <laughs> I also want to say that um, before you even start dating, you need to understand yourself. Like, you can understand yourself while dating at the same time, mm-hmm. but at least you need to know. Like, what are your dislikes? What are your likes? What are things that you can't Can't stand? Right. You need to have, like, your definite no's, your, like, maybes, and, like, your, what you would prefer in the person. Mm. Because that makes it, one, easier to, like, weed out people. Mm. And two, like, you actually have something that you're looking for. And that's, 
not only like extended to other people but you yourself like am, am I someone that snaps mm. am I someone that gets angry yeah. easily am I someone that doesn't like to be spoken to certain ways mm. am I someone that speaks a little bit quietly and likes gentle mm. people and don't like people disturbing my peace mm-hmm. I think it'll be important to know that as well yeah I, I definitely agree because even like looking back I think for a long time I was just like wanting to like talk to people just for the sake of it or because I thought it would like make me feel attractive or whatever if like you know what I mean but (laughs) even Mm -hmm. just getting into things anyhow but even now if I look back to even year 13 to now the way like my preferences have shaped or my non-negotiables have shaped I'm just thinking god forbid if I'd actually got into something into one of them talking mm-hmm. stages and was, you know, had dated that person, now realising there's a lot of things which I do not like, cannot tolerate. Yeah. Sometimes it's actually, like, for your own good that things don't work out because you, like, you learn from it and you grow yourself and you might even come to it in a year and be like, wow, imagine me liking that person because <laughs> it's happened to me a lot. <laughs> I look back and I think, girl. Anyways, child. <laughs> My glasses prescription has got stronger since then, so <laughs> she can see clearly now. I can see clearly now. The rain is gone. <laughs> um, I think along 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 the lines of what you guys have just said, I agree totally. Especially what um, I emphasized about like having your list. I think as Winipa mentioned earlier, like um, evangelicals like Pastor Mike have taught us or taught the teacher congregations to rip up their list. And rightly so, because we come with lists that are, I saw one Twitter, one babe, she wasn't on a Twitter babe. She just happened to be a girl who has Twitter. And she had her non-negotiables written on like post-it notes that she had stuck on her wall. Oh my gosh. Almost as if it was like a, not like an idol, but it's like a constant reminder. Yeah. Like this is what I cannot take. This is what (laughs) I will have. And I mean, I understand like, of course we all have our criteria I have a notes page or somewhere in my diary where I'm just like, yeah, these are the things I'd like in somebody. I don't look I I don't look at it all the time. Maybe I mm. refer to it twice a year, maybe if I'm just bored. I mean, that's just me. But I think in terms of discerning between discernment in general, I think somebody said to, on the you know DMs or something that they wanted us to talk about discernment. I think first there's a dis- different between difference between, you know, like what is what is a vanity metric when you're looking at a relationship and what is actually like this is who I am and this is who what my beliefs as a core what I stand for yeah not even just as a Christian but like this is how I want to lead my life these are my passions this is where I want to be in 25 years this is how I want to discipline children if I have some like things like that you know because people will have very disparate ideas I think it was life from Layfield they're some of my favorite YouTubers they make me laugh and when maybe three years ago they are um, they talk about compatibility and how it's so important to be compatible. And that is so true. But in recent mm-hmm. videos, they've said that compatibility is not even enough because I might be compatible for my 20-year-old season. We're both in uni. You both need to get a right. graduate job. We're trying to pay our savings. If anything, we'd like to be married in the next maybe six, five, six years. We both have similar backgrounds. But once this is all settled now, what do you expect from me as a wife? What when we expect? grow literally right. in 25 years do you want to be completely retired do you want to make a career change are you the sort of person who wants to throw yourself into your work until this do you prefer to work and then have two weeks of an amazing holiday or would you rather take less pay and do like there's so many things to consider and right. so there's an importance in discerning you know 
what is truly like what is a core belief and what's just a vanity a vanity metric right like what's a vital mm. metric and that's not to say that either you need to have your life figured out now or mm. they do or you both need to like your whole future definitely needs to align but like there's some people who you might not realize now but there's certain things that they literally won't compromise on and it's like mm. how are you even gonna like build a future with someone who has a different idea to you and also is not willing to budge from their very firm ideals so I think mm. yeah I definitely agree it's about more than just you know oh we're both looking for corporate law jobs <laughs> you know what I mean yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> going back to the point that you said about um how Christians should be the minimum mm. I think we see a lot of things where Christian is used as an adjective. Mm, Lord, mm. let's and get into to, it. <laughs> it's used to describe people like Christian women are, Christian men are. The one I even Christian hate is women walk, should be woman of God. First of all, <laughs> let's dead that. Like, what's it even called? Is it acronym? When it's the acronym, acronym right now, because wog, Google it. It's not a good word. <laughs> As in, golly, well, we're not doing that. And your Christianity is meant to be your identity, mm. not personality your personality traits. traits. Yeah, yeah. You have other stuff. Like, what else is there to you? You can't be saying, I'm a Christian. So what do you like? Reading the Bible. So what do you do when... <laughs> as if you jump down from heaven, fam. You have other stuff that you like. Like, be honest. As in, mm-hmm. as in your whole banter is just Bible quotes. And just because you're a Christian and like I'm a Christian girl and you're a Christian boy doesn't mean that we're meant to be together. I was watching a YouTube video and this girl was with in a relationship with a Christian boy and it was so toxic. Mm. Like he used to get so aggressive and then the way he used to talk to her wasn't like very nice. And the whole time she was like, because he's Christian, wow. blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, walking in destiny of God, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. But then sometimes you don't need to be in that situation right because i think a lot of like young christians are hung up on the idea of like you don't want to be unequally yoked whatever the bible says you know so they Mm. just kind of get with someone christian and that in itself they think is enough but first of all like Mm. you can be christians and have very different beliefs Mm. first and foremost you can really disagree on some fundamental things um and it's up to you to work out whether you can work them out, but equally sometimes you won't be able to. Also, like someone just professing to be a Christian, they could be a horrible person in lots of mm. different ways. Mm. So, for example, mm-hmm. that girl you just described, the fact that he's a Christian. And so what? Is he really a Christian if he's, you know, talking to people anyhow and not really having that kind of godly character? So, yeah. And I think that's something I've definitely realized, like. I think when I first kind of started taking my faith more seriously and stuff and like thinking about a partner or that kind of thing, I would just be like, you know, trying to shoot my shot with like any Christian boy or whatever. And I I just deep like, it's actually not enough to just Mm. be Christian. You could have nothing else in common. The person Mm. could be dry as heck. (laughs) (laughs) And then what do you do, you know? Yeah. I think just jumping off of what I am and you have both said again, like that unfortunate um relationship where the the boy um in that relationship was aggressive like red flags when you're dealing with we're just going to be approaching this from a i guess a christian perspective so for me mm. a red flag 
okay, so I've, I'm going to be honest with y'all. Y'all going to get some tea about my life. <laughs> so I've spoken to, spoke, I hate the term spoken to, and I am fair, knows this. Like, we share this disgust because we're mm-hmm. literally 20, 21 years old. There's no such thing as speaking to. You're, speaking, I'm seeing you. Talking stage. I'm no. dating you. We're friends or you're a stranger or we're just acquaintances. Right. That's or we're it. married. <laughs> <laughs> Now, nah, actually, death to the stalk- talking stage. Like, black people do the talking stage. They have done it to death. Black people will be having year-long talking stages. Impossible. No shades. No, no, literally no. Well, mm, let me not talk too much, because I'll talk about something impossible, and I'm looking at my life like... <laughs> <laughs> um. So anyway, like, in terms of a Christian perspective of, like, a quote-unquote red flag, I think for me, the first big indicator is just this, the way in which they view religion um and just how they allow it to function within their life um whether it's just like stuff like church community the friends that they have um I don't know just like yeah there's a way that they allow that mm. to specifically their social circles I'm not saying their best friends all have to be Christian lord knows my best not all, not all of my friends are Christian and even those that are quote-unquote mm. Christian are not always you know we have different ideas about life but just the way in which they navigate their social circles. I think that's a big, not a red flag, but that's just something that I look out for. Um, mm. Also, I'm trying to think. In my, I mean, my personal experience is limited, so I'm trying to think just in general. Listen to, okay, we live in the UK, or, you know, we have a mainly UK audience. Wherever you're listening from, I'd really, really implore you to listen, not just to your friends and to your family. Okay, actually, before this, I would say, we're adults here. I know people don't like to speak to their family sometimes about their uh, significant other, but or there's someone that they're seeing. But I think there's a value in transparency because the enemy cannot weapon weaponize things that are already in the light. Mm-hmm. So if you have people who are already aware of the fact that you are seeing somebody or dating somebody, they will be able to hold you accountable as long as you have, of course, given them that that authority in right. your life. Therefore, if you are speaking to someone and your mom, dad mentor even your friends are saying we've noticed this behavior about you are you sure they're not mm-hmm. doing this please listen do not feel like mm-hmm. you need to cut them off or do not even feel like they're sometimes coming on you'll smoke. even be blinded literally literally if there's somebody notices anything um and encourage your friends to be honest with you like whoever you share this part of your life with encourage them to be honest with you but if people are saying you know this one is very somehow, or I know, don't just go with what everybody says, oh, I knew him from, uh, or I knew her from X, Y, Z, and she was like, this is when we were in year nine. Please relax. <laughs> but, <laughs> but serious things, like, I know of a story of one lady who, one girl, who, she was dating this boy, and even the boy's own sister came to her and said, this, this my brother. Yeah? He's not a serious <laughs> man. He's a very unserious babe, oh, an unserious sir, and she continued to date him, and it just really was just it just spiraled out of and control. And how did it end? It just in did not tears. in tears, in tears, you know. And so I, that's one thing. That's my big red flag thing. Like, listen to what people have got to say. Um, yeah, mm. I think another red flag. This is quite an obvious one, but it like lying. I do not like people who lie. And it's not even like you'll just be telling me fibs. If your character is inconsistent, 
if you're a hypocrite, I cannot deal with that. Mm. If you're going to tell me one thing, do it. Like, if you're if you're scared to tell me something because you think it's going to be out of sync with me, I would rather know the out of sync truth mm-hmm. than... Because me, I'll always find out. <laughs> I will always find out. Me, that pretty much works part-time for the FBI, the way I have my, my stalking Connections. skills. No Connections. I know people who know people who know your dad. <laughs> don't lie to me. It's actually impossible. And if I now find out, it's not even... A th- I don't even have beef with people. Like, I really think that we're too grown to be having beef at this mm. age. I don't start fights with people, but just know I've remembered and... That's it. <laughs> it's really it. Alanka, what about you? I just have lots, lots of things that aren't white flags. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I think you should also trust yourself. Mm. Because sometimes, you know when you know like something like doesn't really sit like well, well, and then you try to compromise. Mm. Right. And then you look back at it, it's like, I shouldn't have done that anyway because... After a while, I'll be like, this is not for me. And, and then right. you're just happy it's ended. I have a question. Okay. Oh, sorry. Okay. My question is that, obviously, the three of us go to Cambridge. Um, I'm not even going to talk about the colorism thing, because that's for another episode. Ooh, no. <laughs> but how do you feel? <laughs> how do you feel that... Um, either like going to Cambridge or being a highly ambitious or quote unquote successful woman has impacted your dating life, if at all. Do you want me to start? I can start. Because I've got like two things. I think the one thing, first thing is, um, this is more, this is not necessarily a dating thing, but it comes into the dating world. I study humanity. So reading and research and vocabulary is just part of my like daily that's just part of my academic life and I'm always looking for ways to expand vocabulary and just simple things like that. So I'm not the sort of babe who will like have a word of the week and like just use it unnecessarily. But if I know of a word, <laughs> if I know of a word that's going to encapsulate something that I'm trying to say in a very succinct mm-hmm. manner, then I'm going to use it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think sometimes people can be a bit intimidated. And I don't want to say intimidated because that's not the word. But yes, I guess a little bit intimidated or feel some, some have an abject reaction to people who are perhaps, I wouldn't want to say eloquent, but who can be well-spoken in that way. And I think the dating world, I, <laughs> sometimes when I send my messages, like to my friends, like some like a discussion that I've had with someone, they'll be like, oh, you write like, you text like you're writing an essay. Because I, I do like, I will put however, and I will, I will put like <laughs> commas and stuff like that. Like that just is how Head I text. Forth. <laughs> <laughs> that just is how I text, especially if we're having like a discussion about something that is important to be like, women's rights or misogynoir or colorism or religion or anything like that so I think in a dating sphere that means that sometimes people I feel like feel the need to prove themselves to me or men feel the need to like prove themselves to me or like if I say I'm doing something they'll be like oh I'm doing something similar like I can't describe it in a way that um I don't want it to sound arrogant but I think it's Mm -hmm. just that feeling that tension of like don't not be you or feel like you have to play yourself right. as more quote-unquote intellectual than you may naturally be because this is just how I speak about topics that I know of if you ask me about the corporate world or about finance or business or science I will be pinned because I don't know anything and I'll be like right. honestly babe I can listen to you speak all day about this but I don't have anything to contribute 
The second mm-hmm. thing is, um, I think I'm like on in the same page of Nipa when I say I want to be with someone who's my equal. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that takes different forms because obviously I'm not really in any financial independent. I'm not, I don't have, I haven't reached any real financial independence at this point in my life. But um, I value, again, um, academia and people who know how to be excellent in their field or do well in their field or be committed to their field. Um, Mm. I'm not saying that I want to. When I say I want to be with somebody who's my equal, I mean my equal in different parts of my life. And I just think what I'm trying to say is someone who will be stimulating to me in whatever aspect of my life I am Mm -hmm. talking about or compatible with me. So you know yeah Mm. just like that Mm. so someone who's compatible Mm -hmm. with me and who can offer that same like mental emotional stimulation and presence and availability because I don't want to feel like when I'm having a discussion about something that is important to me like you feel your eyes glaze over yeah exactly Mm -hmm. exactly and that's just because of my own personal like passions and inclinations they're people who are going to be so passionate about something else about sport or about business or about something else and I will have that sort of glaze of a reaction because that's just not where I'm that's not where I'm at um mm. so yeah I think that's the only hindrance quote unquote and then also just like uncles and aunties and that sort of thing like just being like bride price you need this da, 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 da. and it's just yeah. like please do not like don't try to set me up with your son like I'm not interested <laughs> I will never be interested no periods <laughs> periods let me not even start talking about bride price because <laughs> it's still fresh <laughs> i've had stories <laughs> i definitely agree with um you mary hannah in terms of like someone who can stimulate you like you can have engaging conversations mm. and i don't think that it's necessarily um like specific unis but I think mm. so basically during like last term I was talking to um this person like a not not talking talking but like as a friend mm. and you know like the normal like Twitter conversations that go on about like relationships and friendships and stuff mm. but then I really appreciated that it didn't go into any of the the normal Twitter discourse mm. Mm. like right. I asked very probing like intriguing questions like one of the questions like why don't why don't boys like to stick up for girls if they know that their friend is treating girls badly? Mm. Mm. And he said something which was kind of higgy, but <laughs> the way he <laughs> the way he he like went on to explain it, even though we didn't agree in the end, it was more like I and un- I could understand I could understand the thought process that goes through that, and just like there's certain things that you don't have to agree on a hundred percent, but when like someone can communicate with you and like really like take you through things and like that conversation it was like two hours conversation two and a Mm. half and my brain felt like it felt like it has been used during that conversation nourished yeah Yeah. and it was it was a really nice conversation as well like at the end of it which I enjoyed being able to communicate with someone kind of on the same level Yeah, for me, I feel like this whole thing of, like, being someone who's quite, like, an empowered woman, like, I don't know, this whole Miss Independent persona, you know, all of this, I genuinely feel like it intimidates some men. Mm. And 
I'm gonna be honest I don't want no man who's gonna be intimidated so <laughs> it's not that that particularly bothers me but obviously it does narrow the pool mm-hmm. and then it's kind of like you either get stuck with the boys who are so arrogant that they oh. think that they're gonna be like better than you whatever like or whatever mm-hmm. regardless or you get the people who are like genuinely couldn't stand to have their wife doing more than them earning more than them even earning the same as them mm. or who have this expectation that eventually you're gonna fall off and just become the primary caregiver mm-hmm. and you know they're gonna excel far beyond you and they kind of have these very traditional ideas of you know how a man and woman should interact so I, I do feel that and it's like it's one of those things where I hate the thought even crossing my mind that I have to like like if if you guys have seen Think Like a Man, I definitely am the character played by Taraji. I don't know her name in that. And not that I'm necessarily gonna my story will not necessarily end up like hers. But like if you see in the film, it's either that on her first date with this guy, she feels like she can't mention what position she's doing or whatever because that will make her too much like a man or that it, you know, will intimidate him. But then equally the person that was able to deal with who she was and what she was doing, who is Morris Chestnut in the film. Shout out to Morris Chestnut. That's my baby for real. Um, <laughs> he was very much like a, he just came to the table and all he wanted to talk about was what position he'd been awarded or it was almost mm-hmm. like a competition. So I think finding someone who like accepts who you are, what you're doing and where you're going to go, but also doesn't see your relationship as an inherent competition or doesn't feel intimidated by you and your success is very important mm-hmm. no it's true it's true i've got another question um how do you guys feel about like i guess we have i say we have limited experiences but i mean amongst us as a collective how do you feel about like guarding your heart and like what does it mean to like i guess be us like be christian babes and you know like trying to get our lives together and follow purpose and love the Lord and all of that and like meeting someone new and like I don't want to say the boundaries that are set in place but like I mean we're we're 20 21 you know I'm not talking about physical boundaries or anything like that Lord knows I do not want to even talk about that please Lord (laughs) (laughs) but I just mean like in terms of like opening up your heart to someone how do you think like when like I feel like that's something that I'm always just like I don't know that's something I've struggled with like so when I don't know how to frame this yeah so that's just like guarding your heart like what does guarding your heart mean to you like for me I can tell like you guys know this I can share with the podcast like I'm a sort of babe that if you're speaking to me I will be like listen I don't you don't if you're not my boyfriend you don't get boyfriend privileges so if I want to turn my turn my phone off and delete a, a delete like an app and I don't tell anybody and you're wondering where I am for the whole day that's what I'm gonna do because I did it to you like you're not the only person who I was speaking to like I was speaking to my friends and I just decided I didn't want to be on socials for that day or like if it's like 11 p.m or like getting late I mean 11 is not too late for me but if it's like two one two three like okay you see this is a this is a difficult thing I'm trying to be honest but I'm <laughs> my life and my speech yeah. Okay, no. do not always align. Is it aligning? Is it aligning right now? <laughs> in the past, I've made the error of not, for me, guarding my heart in that way. Because I like to converse. I'm a better writer than I am speaker. So just texting people or like just having like sort of written conversations, it just suits me better. So getting to know someone via text message is something that just works for me. But then at the same time, like when is the boundary of me being like, 
okay, you're definitely like getting into my heart and my mind. Like, how do you sift through that? I don't know if that's made sense. For me, in terms of guarding my heart, I'm definitely a thinker, an overthinker. Um, so I know that if I first meet you and I like you, just know that I've imagined our wedding in my head. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> me too. Or like, I will really read into every little signal. So if you tell me like, I'm beautiful. If you use certain adjectives like paying, I can handle beautiful. Whoa. <laughs> oh, you want to break my head, I see. <laughs> so you want me dead in a ditch. No remorse. Um, And, and that's the, the, I really read into those kind of things. So for me, honesty is important for me when it comes to guarding my heart. So if I feel myself starting to catch feelings, I feel like I'm going to tell you earlier so that if you don't feel the same, let's just dead this now before I get caught up in those feelings and I run away with them. Mm. And also like we're big, big, you know, I know we're still small, but like we're big 20 year olds. You know what I mean? Like we don't need to be dilly dally and beating around the bush. Like the way 2020 is moving, who knows what's going to happen tomorrow. Do you know what I mean? So I'm just someone who I would rather just be honest. Like, I feel like that's why I'm, I put so much emphasis on you being honest with me, because for me, there's a level of respect to it. So if you're still entangled with someone else and you're going to lie to me about the scale of the entanglement and I find out later, yes, I'm going to be offended. No, it's true. Yes, I'm going to be mad. You know what I mean? Mm. So for me, guarding my heart is total honesty, upfrontness at the point of feeling. Mm-hmm. like I really like people who I can just be very open with in terms of friends and relationships where I can just like tell you something and it doesn't need to turn into an awkwardness afterwards mm-hmm. like there's people who like you know either they've told me they like me or I've told them I like them and obviously because I told you I've always been single it's never worked out <laughs> in <laughs> in tandem at the same time but we're still cool. We're still friends. We still chill. We hang out. Mm. And it's not even a problem. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, I think I'm kind of the opposite to you guys in terms of, like, I'm not like a, I don't catch feelings. She does not. She does not <laughs> she catch that like. That's the funny thing. <laughs> yeah, and it's not like, and it's not like, oh, I'm a heartless type thing. <laughs> it's just a thing. The thing is, I have a lot of male friends. I have brothers, whether related to me or not. I know how like, I'm used to being around males. I know that they can just talk f- for no reason and be saying words for no reason. Oh, oh that's <laughs> what I really need to be coached on. <laughs> no, period. Me too. I need some coaching, please. And the same with you, one of her. I, I very much value honesty. And like, I'm quite an open person. I just like people that are open. That must mm. be very nice. In fact, I think it's quite pessimistic to be honest, but <laughs> but yeah, I would like to be rude, is the thing. So <laughs> I basically want my life to be a fairy tale. <laughs> I want someone to court me. <laughs> Tosin from my Bible study group just asked me a question on the 15 and she said. Why do you think Paul suggests that we should stay single forever to focus on the word? But in Ecclesiastes 4.9, it says that two are better than one. Or does that not apply to relationships? Girl, you can ask Paul. We talk about this quite often, like the girls and I. The Bible is a word of God. It is God-inspired. We don't debate that. 
However, we must recognize that the Bible is literature and literature has context and writers and every day the world is showing us that nothing is really fully objective. Um, mm. Keeping that in mind, Paul, I'm believing he was, all his let, all his, all of the things that he wrote were letters to specific churches for the most part. Mm. Um, and so he, I don't know the, I can't remember the passage from which um, Winipa just asked this question from, but I'm presuming that it's probably coming is a direct instruction to a specific church. And therefore we don't yes. know what their relationship was in terms of marriages, unions, whether it was polyamorous, you know, there's so many different contexts to consider. Um, and just even the way that, I guess, quote, unquote, pagan um, religions or pagan belief systems treated things like um, deities and things like fertility and love and all of that can be convoluted in that. So I think just looking at the beginning, like when God said the framework, he created two people. He created two people who needed to be together to work together. So two is better than one. Even at this, even at like the very foundation of who God is, there are three beings in, in one. So I personally feel like while Paul was speaking about, you know, it's better for everyone to be single. I think there's probably a lot of cultural context um, or mm. relevance to that specific passage. Yeah, or to that mm-hmm. specific church. Yeah I, yeah, I definitely agree with that. I definitely agree with that. Because a lot of Paul's letters to the churches were kind of trying to squash beef that was happening mm. in the congregation. And like he mentioned so many times, like, let's not dwell on things that don't matter. Let's not dwell on things that are going to cause more problems. I think this was probably one of those things, like maybe there was some, some drama in the <laughs> church. And he said, listen... If it's going to cause that many problems, I would rather you would just be single. Because mm. I think there's another point where he even talks about like speaking in tongues. And he said, if if, you know, if you're in public and speaking in tongues is going to, you know, confuse people, then mm. worship in a different way. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that that's wrong. But it just means in that specific church, in that context, it was causing an unnecessary issue that was, you know, blocking them from the word of God, which mm. was the most important thing. Yeah. I think Paul as well, it was like, like, be single like me. Obviously, the Bible was like God breathed and everything. I think at that point, Paul was talking from his experience. Mm. And his, what he is doing, imagine if he had a wife. Like, that would not have been imagine possible. If my man is being thrown in jail left and right. <laughs> Am I that right or die? Girl! <laughs> I don't know about that struggle, love. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's even true. It's even true. Paul was on madness like in a good way, but like his lifestyle probably just wasn't fitting for a wife or children mm-hmm. or anything or even too many friends, mm-hmm. you know? So that's yeah. really just Paul for you. Hey, thanks for listening, guys. I hope we got to answer some of your questions. And if you have any more questions, be sure to fit in our Google form. Mm-hmm. If you are a part two of this, let us know and we'll try and get you guys more engaged in our upcoming topics as well. So, and we'd love to hear your feedback. So tweet us, Instagram us, Facebook us, share our podcast with your friends and loved ones. (laughs) And yeah. That's it from us guys. We hope you enjoyed it. And also if anyone's in a situation ship, entangled in a failing talking stage we'll be praying for you yeah mm-hmm. god doesn't mm-hmm. want that Send for you let me just say points. he really doesn't that's not your portion in the mighty name of jesus christ mm-hmm. yikes
our God is not a God of confusion. He's on a clear. So if you're confused, oh, ladies, time me. to go. You it's might have to that go. one up. Period. <laughs> it's really one of them, sis. Plenty more fish in the sea. If I'm being perfectly honest, mm. the red flags are usually a sign of danger. Mm-hmm. Run. No. Run. Fast. <laughs> Fast. <laughs> Literally. Literally. Okay, guys, we out for real, but love you. Speak to you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.